Hello again, listeners, and welcome back to JobQuest, where we get the inside scoop on what jobs are really like. I'm your host, Luca, and today we'll be interviewing Wolf Weigo, Olympian, head coach, and founder of Cap7, all for the unusual sport of water polo. So then, without further ado, let's begin our quest. Welcome to the show. Thank you. So, um, what is your job, and can you describe it to a kid? Sure. Well, I have a couple jobs, so maybe I can do one at a time. Um, I'm the head coach of water polo at UC Santa Barbara, and that involves just coaching the men's varsity team. Um, I do the coaching, um, recruiting, scouting for recruiting, scouting other teams, do the practice plans for the team. Um, there's some paperwork that I have to do for the administration, like when we go on trips and submit receipts, all that stuff. But, you know, the most important thing is, is being with the team and coaching them and being a good role model for them and helping them prepare for their, their life after college, because most people aren't going to be professional water polo players. So that's really important. So I'd say school is the top priority and then water polo um, is the next priority. And then after that is like the social life and the surfing and all the, all the stuff the guys um, do outside of the classroom and the pool. And then I also heard you were co-founder of Cap7 and are you still with them? Yeah, so actually 20 years ago, um, founded that company and I have a co-founder. His name's Brad Schumacher. He also played in the Olympics and also swam in the Olympics. So he's a two-sport Olympian and he won some gold medals in swimming. So when we were on the national team, we were doing clinics around the country and um, we figured out after doing clinics that we could like sell stuff at the clinics, like balls and shirts and, and, you know, kids wanted our autograph and they always wanted to have something that they could sign to like, remember the clinic by. So that's kind of how the company started. And then the biggest opportunity we saw at the time was with the ball market. We felt that, um, volleyball had like tons of really cool balls with different colors and stripes and designs and water polo literally only had a yellow ball, um, of size four and size five. So we wanted to kind of disrupt the ball market and that was the basis of the company. Um, and then we slowly got more and more products. It started out as a company out of a garage, you know, and then as we got more and more traction, you know, we eventually got a warehouse and office space and all that stuff. So can you describe an average day of your job? Okay. Well, um, usually there's certain things I like to do every day. And one, um, is spend time with my kids and I have three kids and I also like to, um, exercise every day. And I also like to eat healthy and have a healthy lifestyle. So those to me are things that have to happen every day. And then obviously my work stuff that has to get done. Um, you know, I have to do a practice plan usually for the team's practice. Um, so I just have to be prepared for that. And then I have to go to the practice, run the practice, have, you know, good positive energy. And then aside from the practicing, you know, there's, there's going to be emails and phone calls with recruits or other coaches 
but my job is kind of flexible time-wise aside from either scheduled meetings I have with UCSB or for CAP 7 and the practice time. So I'd say about four hours of my day is kind of locked in, but it's not like I have a 10 hour office job where I have to be in front of a computer. So uh, usually at lunch, I have flexibility to, you know, exercise or do something good. And then I will want to spend time with my kids once they get home from school. So I'll do that. And then sometimes I'll be doing some of the work late in, late in the night, um, you know, at different times. So there isn't really a very like a typical day that's the same cookie cutter every day. It kind of changes a little bit, but as long as I get all the work done that I need to, then um, everything's good. How did you get to have all these accomplishments, become an Olympian? What was your path to this job? Well, I would say I always um, enjoyed ball sports. I always had, when I was a little kid, I always had a ball in my hand and I always always play basketball or have a tennis ball in my hand and be bouncing it or throwing it against the wall. Um, so I was really enthusiastic about it. Um, I really liked playing sports. I played a lot of sports younger growing up. And once I found water polo, um, I really liked it because I really liked being in the water. And, and then I also liked the ball sports. So that combination of those two things seemed perfect for me. So I always really enjoyed playing water polo and really look forward to the practices. I think that's helpful. Um, and that, you know, that gave me the basis to work hard and um, achieve my goals, which, you know, once once I had been playing for a little while, I always wanted to be in the Olympics and not everyone can, but it was something I wanted to do. And I worked as hard as I could to do it. So I think part of getting to where I was today was from doing something I like um every day and then working hard and making sure i do the things that i needed to do to get to the position i wanted to be at every day um sometimes it's hard to get up early in the morning you feel tired you know sometimes it's like at the end of the day you you, you want to just go to bed and you don't want to brush your teeth but you know you should um you have to make sure every day you do the things you need to do and then if you have surplus time at the end then you can relax and do other things yep Definitely a lot of practice entailed in a lot of different jobs. Yep. Here's a fun fact about water polo. The average water polo player swims 1,600 meters in a game, which is 28 minutes. That could probably get pretty tiring. Anyways, back to the show. So what are your favorite parts of your job? Well, I really like, you know, the camaraderie of the team, the guys on the team, um, and the girls, when I used, I used to coach the women's team also at UCSB for a few years. So I just like the, to, the time to be with people who um, are motivated and have good at positive energy and want to work hard. And, and that's, to me, that's a lot of it. And then transferring the knowledge I've received from other coaches um, and giving that to the players is also satisfying. Um, and I enjoy uh, the games a lot. I like preparing is fun but i like the excitement of a close game and you know sometimes you win sometimes you lose and um, when you win it's great so i think all those things are are pretty exciting and fun yeah definitely coaching is a very i don't know action-packed job you know always have games yeah. yeah yeah um and then what parts of your job do you not like as much that are a bit more challenging 
Um, I don't like when, well, for one thing for a coach, it's always hard just like when you have to either cut, make cuts, cut a player or have them not travel. And if, and if someone really wants to, you know, be on the team and then you have to tell them that they can't be, or they really want to go to the game and, and you can only take 15 or 18 players um, and, and there's not enough room for everyone. And so uh, that, that part's not that desirable. Um, I don't like to have to do that. And then also when players disappoint you, it's kind of frustrating when you have someone who's really talented and they don't work hard enough and they're either sick a lot because they don't take care of themselves or they just don't care. That's really frustrating as a coach. You want to you wanna be around the players that are, you know, give you good uh, positive feelings about life in general. And so those, those two things are probably uh, the hardest part for my job. And then sometimes the bureaucracy and the paperwork of the job isn't isn't that glamorous or exciting. Um, but I think it's far less than most regular jobs where you have more of that. So mm-hmm. while that can can be a little rough, it's um, it's more than worth it. Let's put it that way. And how would you describe your coaching philosophy and style? I've had a lot of coaches and I tried to pick the best techniques from all the different coaches. I, I think I played for seven different Olympic coaches and a number of other really good coaches. Um, I always want the kids and the players to enjoy themselves. That's for, to me um, very important. And it's hard sometimes because water polo is a tough sport. You have to work hard. You have to do some things you know that aren't enjoyable, but I try and make them as much as possible. So for example, if we have to swim a lot, I don't want to just have someone swim 5,000 meters just swimming back and forth. I want to do uh, more counterattack drills, more conditioning drills that I can build in with balls that are more exciting um, and make your brain work a little more. I think it's better, but it also it's easier for a coach just to say, okay, go 2100s, 2200s, 2300s, you know, and, you know, I had a coach once that would just sip a Perrier soda while we all swam forever and it wasn't that fun. So I want the team to want to come back to the practice the next day and, and improve themselves and feel motivated. So a lot of my philosophy is trying to get strike a balance between the hard work that you need to do while also keeping it exciting and fun. You don't want to be swimming 5,000 every single time. Yeah. What's your strategy for recruiting players to your team? Well, you know, I want to, you obviously always want to get the top players, but it's really important also to get players that want to get better. And if you can see some players that might not be the best, but they have a real desire to improve, that's very important. So that's good. So you want to try and get the best players you can get, but you also have to check the character and the personality of the player. It's really important. And then you're going to spend a lot of time with the players. So it's also important to recruit players you'd enjoy spending time with on the bus rides and then practices and all that stuff. Yeah. I've heard from a lot of coaches. They like players that love the sport. Yeah. Do you have any advice for aspiring water polo players? Um, well, hopefully you enjoy the sport. If you don't like it, you might want to switch sports. If you're always complaining about stuff, you go to practice. Why are we passing so much? Why are we swimming so much? Why are we working on our fundamentals so much? Um, You're probably in the wrong sport. You have to really enjoy it. um, And that will 
enable you to work hard and then you have to work hard. It's all, almost everything is really fundamental based. Um, so it's kind of like if you want to be rich later in life and you, you read some books about it and you take the advice from people who maybe say every paycheck, no matter what you take 10% and you put it away in a savings account and and that can never be touched. And then the rest of the money you can spend somewhere else. Same thing with water polo, you have to take some of your energy and just put the work in. And then if you do the good passing every day, even though I don't think it's boring, work passing is extremely important. Um, so you, you make sure you're the best. When I used to pass in the practices, I would I would want the partner I'm with to think mm -hmm. I was the best passer ever. And I would, I would never want to make a bad pass. I'd want the pass to be right up above their head in the perfect spot. And I would every single pass aim for that. And I, I like wanted them to, to like, next time they passed with someone else, they thought, I wish I was passing with that other guy. Cause he, he made great passes to me. So uh, I think the, the fundamentals are really important for the game for anyone who wants to aspire. And then watching great players is really important. Um, get on YouTube, watch, watch Dennis Vargo or the best players out there, see how they fake. Um, watch the best college players, watch the best players at JOs of, you know, your age, see what they're doing, try and mimic them and, and get in front of a mirror with a ball or a small tennis ball, work on your fake in front of the mirror, ask for feedback from your coaches. Um, these are all really good things. Ask, ask feedback from your goalie on how your fake is. There's a lot of things you can do. And if you're motivated and put the work in, it'll pay off and you'll just keep getting better year after year. And to end it off, here's a fun joke. Why can't fish play water polo? Because they're afraid of the net. Oh, I'm so funny. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Good luck with the podcast. I'm glad you're doing this. And thank you for listening. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a water polo match to get to.